MUS 143 is a podcast dedicated to music lovers where we're going to review albums we believe are great and hopefully you'll think they're great as well. We created this podcast to be able to express our love for the music, the artists, and the producers who put their heart and soul into making these great recordings. We're going to talk about production, lyrics, and other fun facts related to the albums. We want to build a community of people like us who truly love and appreciate music where we can bond and have dialogue about the greatest songs ever made. And together, we can all make time for our love of music. Action! All right, welcome back. It's MUS 143. I'm Mr. Pone speaking. It's your boy, Gree. Yeah, we got my brother, Gree, back on this joint. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. Man, this gonna be this gonna be a good one. You know what I'm saying? I've been looking forward to this one. I know you've been looking forward to this one. Absolutely. And um, um, we definitely want to thank everybody that's been listening to the show. You know, we appreciate your listens, your time, and all of that. Um, and anybody who hasn't subscribed, you know, we ask that you please subscribe so you can get the alerts for when we drop the new episodes. And if you're digging the show, let your friends and family know about the show, you know, so they can enjoy it as well. Um, but before we, you know, get into the show, how you feeling today, brother? Man, I feel amazing, man. I'm just happy to be on here with you again. So yeah. we should, uh, talk about this classic album. Right, right. So today we are going to be going over Belle Biv DeVoe's 1990 classic, Poison. You know what I'm saying? So... This is this is gonna be a fun one, you know. This is again, this is another another one of your squads. You got you know a lot of experience with with, <laughs> with running this album. You know what I'm Man, saying? I run that thing down to the bone, right? You know, what you I know? Mean? um. So yeah, so you know, as as many of you um may have seen in the new edition biopic, if anybody's seen that movie, it was a great movie. Coming off of the Any Heartbreak album, um. Everybody knew Ralph was going solo in the group, Ralph Tresvant. Uh, Johnny was going to be going and doing another solo album. And Bobby Brown was already crazy out of here. He's out of um, here. Yeah, he's on another planet at this time, you know. Um, so, you know, uh, Jimmy and Terry, you know, as I said in previous episodes, these are some of my favorite producers of all time. Um, they actually recommended that the three remaining members start their own group. You know, so the light bulb went off and the guys thought it was a great idea. Now, since they already knew everybody was going solo after that heartbreak tour, they had to record their album and get it out soon after that tour was over because everybody was coming with their albums. You know, they didn't want to miss that, you know, that time frame of, you know, coming off of the success of that that new edition album, you know. So um, in the beginning... Um, I believe the record label had chosen the Bomb Squad to kind of oversee the album because they really wasn't sure about which direction the group was actually going to go in, right? Right. Um, so um, Hiram Hicks was their manager at the time. So he reached out to the Bomb Squad. And also Dr. Freeze, the guy who did Poison, was managed by him as well. Um, and once they heard that Poison demo from Freeze, they had to have it. They they knew that that was a record that they that they wanted to have on that album, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, you got uh, Timmy Gatling, who we previously talked about. He was in Guy um, before Damian Hall joined the group. 
and out in Wokey Stewart, they were brought in to do a couple of records on the album as well. And they did five of them, but two made the album, which was When Will I See You Smile Again and I Do Need You. These were the ballads on the album and they was banging. They came through with it. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. So the members of the group wanted their direction to be exactly what it eventually became. But the label actually wanted them to be an extension of what New Edition was. And they wasn't with it. An example of that would have been like the When Will I See You Smile Again, right? It's like, that's kind of an extension of New Edition type of record. You know what right. I'm saying? And that's the label, the direction. That's the direction the label wanted them to go in, but they wasn't having it. Not <laughs> you know at what all. I'm saying? Not and, at all. And, um, you know, the label didn't want them to do the Do Me or any of the raunchy records that they wound up doing, you know? Um, and you got to understand how risky it was for them to take the chance to even go out on their own without Ralph because a lot of people told them that it wasn't going to work. Right. You know, I remember hearing an interview where Mike Bivens was saying, Mike Bivens was saying that the album felt so great because they was all in the studio at the same time. They was a team. They was a unit. And when they went on to do Hootie Mac, which was the second album, everybody was doing their own thing. Mike is over here. Ryan and Rick is over here. So it didn't have that same vibe and feeling that the first album had. So you get to hear that on this album. You know what I'm saying? You could hear that they were having fun and they was breaking ground at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Um, so Hank Shockley of the Bomb Squad said, you know, when they first came in the studio, you know, they was they was all dressed up and they was uh you know, kind of quiet and lacking energy, right? So Hank ain't like they energy. So he told his brother Keith, take him uptown to Harlem, you know, <laughs> take him to all the flyers, you know, spots and, you know, get him some gear. And, you know, when they came back, they had that energy he was looking for and it was on from there. You right. know what I'm saying? So um, this, this album wound up coming out in May of 1990, right? Mm-hmm. By December of 1990, they had already sold 3 million copies in the U.S. This is how fast this album took off. And this is an underdog group. This is a group that everybody said, that's not going to work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And they um, did. And they outsold New Edition, right? Yeah, they did. All, all for the heartbreak. Yeah. Off the heartbreak, right? Yeah, they did. They did. Um, so the album took off like a rocket, man. The Poison single sold a million copies in the U.S. alone just in a matter of months. I mean, this thing was huge. Um, and I feel like BBD might not get the credit that they deserve for actually shifting the music industry at that time because oh, yeah. New Jack Swing was already dominating, right? Mm-hmm. Dominating in the late 80s. And then their thing actually like put more aggression on what New Jack Swing was already doing. And and the way they came out, dressing some of the things that they were doing was actually with so many groups in the 90s would pattern themselves after. I you was know, what say BBD that. was doing. Yes, yeah. sir. You know, um, you know, like I said, the sound, the style, um, everybody would be trying to emulate that for the next few years. You know, groups that they influence like TLC, Another Bad Creation, Boys the Men, Criss Cross. And even when you think about Jodeci, how they was able to come out like aggressively street with the, you know what I mean? The Doc Martens and the, you know what I'm saying? Like right. that was all really coming from BBD because R&B dudes didn't dress like that before that. No, they were all suited and booty. Right. Even if you look at what Bobby was doing during the Don't Be Cruel era, 
You dig what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And he was considered to be like a like a rebel. You know what I right, mean? Right. So right. you could really see, you know, how much these guys really influenced the music game after they they came out and was successful as they was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, the hip hop and R and B had already been merged. You know, um, like I said with that new Jack Swing, but they came with a super aggressive style. You know, um, it was like it was almost like when Run DMC put on the Adidas, you know, the the the, the sweatsuits and the fedoras. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. um it's like at that time it wasn't so much about looking like an entertaining, but dressing, you know, the way they did around the way. And I think that that was attractive to a lot of people too. You know what I'm saying? They had the dope music and then they they was dressing, you know, the way, you know, everybody was dressing around the way. And I think it just caught on and it it just it just it just took off, man. So this album is definitely special. We're gonna get into all of these great records. But um before we do, did you have anything you wanted to touch on? Yeah, definitely. Like um one of the points I wanted to uh make was before they even um before uh Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis even pro- uh proposed the idea, they were just thinking about management. Like they had no right. uh this, I'm not going to say desire, but they didn't think that they could do right. this group, right? And right. then they put it together and it was just so authentic. Like, that's right. what I love about this album. It's it's the energy. Um, I love the story that you said because it really paints a picture of, oh, they really threw that, you know, they threw that stuff on, man. Yeah. Like, you know I mean, mismatched sneaks. Right. They was wearing, you know, rocking the denim. Um, You know, Rick walk around with the cane like they just had this overwhelming swagger like those dudes were just they were just too cool right you know what i mean right. um and it wasn't corny um another thing is when they're when when um ronnie and uh biv are rapping it wasn't it was corny. dope right it was really right, dope right. like yeah, it's like yeah. yo you believe that they actually right. wrote these joints exactly. you know what i mean exactly um, yeah and another another uh I guess you said fun fact, man, is that you said that they influenced TLC and all them, right? Yeah. So if you look at, I believe, um, it might be dope. Um, you can see that Ronnie was rocking his stuff backwards. So he's rock. He was wearing his stuff backwards in ninety. So right. he he may have started that, but he's not going to get credit because Chris Cross got the credit for it, right? Right, but, right, right. But that whole style of, you know, the denim, the overalls, the, right. the, the, the snapback hats and mismatched sneaks, like that wild, colorful style, like, yeah, you got to get BBD don't get the uh, the credit for that, man. They right. That's and, the and, and, they, and they in the videos, you know, they, they didn't switch sneaks about 15 times. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I definitely like this group, man. They're, um, you know, they're extension of New Edition family, but they up there on my, you know, my Mount Rushmore when it yeah. comes to influential groups. You know what right. I mean? That shifted the culture. Definitely. You know and even, you know, like, they was wearing the the tags on the hats, and Tag, I remember during yep. our era, we used to leave the the sticker on our on, joints. A, on our joints. Yeah. Let you know that's still fresh, right? Like, you know you what know, I'm saying? Yeah, you know. So it was like, yo, I was with almost everything that they did, but I got to keep it real. The only thing that I thought was corny Don't was the mismatched sneaks, bro. 
I wasn't nah. feeling that, yo. Yo, that was saying, yo, I got so many flavors. I could I could rock mismatched sneaks. That's that's what it is. Like, yo, I got um, you know, I got uh, I'm trying to think of some joints they may have rock, but like there's rocking the feelers, like they got so many flavors. Right. They could just I'm gonna throw a <laughs> the only thing I didn't like is when they did like a boot with a sneak. <laughs> 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 yeah, the boot and the sneak was corny, right? Right, but, right. But if you had a pair of David Robinsons and all red, and then you had a pair in, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, all black with the white, like I thought that was pretty fly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you they, can't be a regular dude um, right. that's trying to pull that off. Like that was for entertainment. Purposes, right, yeah, that is, that's true. That's true. It was definitely like an entertainment thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's real. But um. Yeah, man, those is all great points, man. And we we about to get into, you know, these these great records. So talk to me about the first record on the album. And I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you get your should I should I give my story before you get your story on that? And then I come back to it. You give yours. Let I'm, me I'm yeah, let me do that. It. Okay, right. so bang. I don't even know what year this was. You this is 09. This is 09. Okay. Obama just got in office. Okay, cool. I don't even know what you was driving at the time, right? Like, what, I was I was I was fronting my grandma Lincoln. You know what I'm saying? In the Lincoln. Okay, yeah. so we 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 rolling clean, right? All day. You jump in the car, all you hear is That dope intro. Dun, 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 dun. That's all you hearing. You know what I'm saying? Right. right? Yeah. Every time you jumped in the car, he banged this album. How many was it? How many, how many summers was it, bro? <laughs> like this thing was consistently in the deck. You Dumb. know what I'm saying? You wasn't playing. Break Listen, it down for him. Bro. So this is what happened, right? Now I'm gonna take you back. To 90, and I'm gonna bring you back to 09, right? I just flipped the numbers around, right? You know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? So, when this is the first CD I've ever seen in my life, my mom brought that home. It was a CD, mm. I didn't even know what a CD was, right? Right. So, I'm looking like it's a record, and I'm, I asked my mom, Can I scratch? She said, No, because you're gonna mess it up or whatever form. So, I just remember staring at the album cover. And just looking at how they were dressed, and I was like, it was something about that album cover that just that drew me in. Then I heard poison, and it was just like, yo, what's that? That's what that is like. Um uh let me let me not get into that. I'm about to go somewhere else. But mm-hmm. long story short, that out that CD was in my household for from 1990 to 09. So I don't know what so I was you had an for. original pressing, is what you're saying. I mean, I didn't want to show off, but yeah, that's okay. exactly what okay. it was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, that joint came in on that uh, publisher. What, what, what's the joint? Uh, oh, like man a Columbia Pitt. House? Dog, it was like a Columbia House purchase. Wow. You know what I'm saying? My mom, man, got, you know, guy. Like, it, it was, she got a brick in the mail for right, like a penny. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, so, right. So, um, fast forward. I forgot what I was looking for, but I came across the sea. I said, man, let me eh, put that joint in there. You know what I mean? That was that was like the the date music. You know what I'm saying? I was going out, 
threw that in there, bruh. If you were riding with me at 09 from anywhere from January until probably <laughs> September, or you got in that car, you heard dope. Da, da, right, da, da, right. Da, da, dope. That's what that's Straight what you up, heard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I listened to that from top to bottom. I had people that didn't even like the joint. I was like, yo, you gonna listen to it. And by the, you know, by month three, it was just like, oh, that's what they were saying. Oh, this song is kind of dope. I was like, man, that's that album is classic you know what i'm right. saying so let me get into the uh the first record bro yeah um dope it's just the perfect intro to this album i mean the beat is crazy who, who that's produced real. this one this one was done by dr freeze the same guy who did uh poison, poison. same same cat yeah man it's like i love this like it's just a perfect intro and it comes on you know you got you got rick he he just claims his throne like yo like i you know he always held his own in new edition but this was his time to really shine and he did you know what i'm saying he did so um i love what i love about this track i love the beat um i love them rapping on the jaw you know what i'm saying um uh, my favorite line is when uh, when Bib was like, "Body stronger than Bacardi." She's the best of all the girls in the party. Yeah, they was killing it, Joy. <laughs> Come here, girl. I want to knock your boots. Yo, they was killing. They it. They was yo. killing it, bro. Like, um, but yeah, the beat is crazy on that joint. Um, it's just really big. It's a lot going on. Yeah, um, yo, it, yeah, like you saying, right? Like. This joint was dope because, like I said, you got Dr. Freeze that produced it, right? Remember I was talking about earlier how the Bomb Squad was like the overseers of the album. So they came in and did remixing on a certain amount of records on this album. So, um, you know, Poison was one of them. Uh, This Dope was one of them. So even though this was a Dr. Freeze production, you could could hear why it was so, like, bumping. You know what I'm saying? Because the Bomb Squad... Like this, some remixing before it actually, you know, went out for the album. You know what mm, I'm saying? Okay. Um, you know, it got a lot of them James Brown stab samples in oh, it. Oh yeah. You know, it, it's a straight party <laughs> rocker. Oh yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I gotta talk about my favorite version of this, which is the Marley Mall remix. <laughs> You know okay. what I'm saying? Which that's the joint. That's the one they they did the video for the joint. Like boom, stop the mm-hmm. It got yeah. that joint. Yeah, that yeah. joint is crazy. Marley Maul killed that beat. Mm-hmm. You got Darren Lighty on the keyboards, which I was talking about previously in the Jaheem episode. Go back, you know, and listen to that. He did a lot of records with Jaheem. Um, you know, they got they they got the ill dancers. They um on tour shutting the country down it was like you could see the success of how big the album was when you go and watch the dope video it's like a movie almost yeah you know what i'm saying so 
I would have to say, like, I loved the, the, the original album version of Dope, but that Marley Marl remix is crazy. So that's my joint is the Dope remix. But yeah, like you said, this was a dope way to start off the album. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, Dope is a classic, man. Yo, Ron had this ill move he did in the video, like, early on, where he, like, kicked his leg all the way up and then, like, dropped down. Like, yo, them dudes, when I tell you, them dudes, some dance machines. Oh, dog. nah, they real, bro. Yo, Listen, they real. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I went to the concert. New Edition concert is the best concert I've been to in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, at this time, you know, they was older. Ron DeVoe, best dancer in the group, bro. When I tell you, Absolutely. his precision... Everything is perfect, yo. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. So we got, so I'm glad you brought that up, right? I was thinking about, you remember when they was on the Fresh Prince? Yeah, they was doing the gangster <laughs> joint. No one even I knows know. it, girl, to me, yo. you just can't show it. Yeah, that was the joint. That's a hot record, right? That was a hot record. You yeah. know, but that record didn't take off the way that the other stuff did, so they kind of like canned it, but I thought Gangsta nah, was hot. That's a, that's a hot joint, man. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy because um, if you watch that joint, if you watch that scene, Ryan hit some of the different dance move every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time they uh, interrupt the video, he hit him with a new move. I say, yo, right, Ryan, a dance right. machine, dog. For real, yo. Nah, they real, yo. New edition, real, for real. They the real deal, bro. That's Straight true. like that. So talk to me about that. I thought it was me. Yeah, talk to me about that joint. Man, listen, bro. Um... You remember my ex? Um, like this this song reminds me of you know me and my ex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you remember my ex, right, Laura? Yeah, Laura Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. What you're you know, about. you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because when I was watching uh uh the Last Dragon, probably right. like in the eighth grade, and she she was flirting with Bruce Leroy, right? That really hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Right, because I right. thought it was I thought it was me exactly. that made her do those exactly. things that she did. You know what I'm right, saying? So right. I mean, and you know, I'm I didn't grew up and I watched that movie about a month ago and it, it hurt the same. I'm I'm I I'm my situation is solid and everything, but I still had that hurt. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> nah. But, but nah, that this song is so dope, man. Um it's about that girl that you thought, like, yo, I'm I got her. Do everything that she's doing because I'm, I'm that guy, but it's really like no, nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She running around town doing her thing, and um, you know you can't control her, right? So, but the way, <laughs> but they do it on a on a on a crazy beat. Um, the flow is is stupid on there. Um, I, I love that song, bro. You know this joint right here was produced by the Bomb Squad, right? Right, right, right. So you know if you come off of what the Bomb Squad was doing for P.E. and then, you know, what they wound up doing for Ice Cube and all that. I thought it was so dope how they was able to come up with records that fit BBD that was aggressive in R&B enough, but not, like, too crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, that didn't work. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean?
they did a great job, you know, producing the right records. And I thought it was me to this day. Like, I'm going to tell you, right? Poison is crazy, right? Because, right. you know, you could throw Poison on right now. People going to go crazy, right? But I feel like I thought it was me. Is that underdog record to me that I feel like is just as dope. Like, right. I feel like I thought it was me is, is crazy like that. I really rock with this joint heavy. You know what I'm saying? Um, the remix was dope. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The dude's um, Wolf and Epic. You know, that's the joint like the D-don't, don't, don't, the d don't, don't. You know what I mean? They came and did the remix. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, Love, I thought it was me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Rick kills this joint. Um, uh, uh, like you said, the raps. Yo, Ron, what's, what's up, up with, with that? that? Fly girl, you left the jam with. She was sticking closer to you than the, the bread, bread on, on the, the meat, meat of my, my sandwich. sandwich. I know you rocked the boots, cuz. Nah, nah, it wasn't even like that. Yo, they was killing the rhymes on killing this it. joint. Killing it. Man, Killing listen. it. Love, I thought it was me, yo. You know what I mean? The way Rick all smooth on this joint. Yo, Rick. Yeah. Man, Man, slick, slick is that right, dude, bro. Right, yeah, he was slick around this time. Yeah. You know <laughs> For real, for real, yo, yeah, I thought it was me. It's crazy, yo. It's a crazy joint, man. Yeah. All right, this is another one I remember you used to play heavy. That, that talk to me about that. That let me know something. Uh, let me know something, girl. Let me talk to you about man, that joint. Let's, let's go back to Slick. Slick was really, he got in his Michael Jackson bag on this one. Yo! For real. Eep, eep, yo, I was eep, saying the same eep, eep, thing, eep. yo. <laughs> yo. Dog. He really was, though. He, he he was in his bag the whole, he was in his MJ yo. bag crazy. And it's funny because I didn't even pick it up till I, I was getting ready for the episode. Right. I say, yo, he really went there with it. Right. He was doing a whoo. He was oh. doing that. <laughs> yo, he really was doing that, yo. Let me know what's on your mind. <laughs> he was killing that shit though, bro. He it's like he, he was definitely influenced by Mike, but it wasn't yeah. corny. Once again, it wasn't corny. It wasn't like right. yo, he killed that drunk. Bomb Squad, they produced this one. The Bomb Squad did. Let me know something. Yeah, it got yeah. that sound too. It got that um yeah. that Public Enemy number one. Uh, um, yeah. And you know they was good for using that that funky president sample, which is the James yeah. Brown sample. Right, right. Funky down. Nasty. Hey. Yeah. So but, uh, yeah, you could definitely hear it. You know what I'm saying. And then, you know, Biv was like awesome, you know what I mean? Uh, yo, you know, you wasn't feeling me. Now, you know, I'm down with BBD. Now you trying mm-hmm. to you trying to sweat me. Like, nah, right. he was like, nah, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't feeling you like that no more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but definitely, like, like that 
this one of my favorite joints, man. Like, yeah, you told, used to used to bang this heavy, bro. You know uh, this was that this was that joint, man. Yeah, Rick Rick went off, yo. Yeah, he, he went did. off on it. He did, yo, for real. I was gonna say that too about the the, the Michael Jackson. I was like, yo, he was snapping on this joint. <laughs> <laughs> For real, bull. Um, all right, so let's let's get to the next joint, right? Um, do me, which back in the day this was like kind of controversial, you know what I'm saying? Very. So talk to me about uh this record. The time was six o'clock on the swatch, watch, no time to chill, got a day, can't be late. Hey, the girl is gonna do me. To the jacuzzi, yeah. that boot, smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh no! Well, this is definitely one of those records that you know. Even as a grown man, um, I still have that uncomfortableness that I had. You know when that when my mom was playing this joint, like right. you know, you're not supposed to enjoy a record like that around your parents because right. they're talking about grown up stuff. You know what right. I'm saying? But I I love this video. You know what yeah, I'm saying? The video like, was dope. Yeah. Video was dope. I should have had no business watching it, but right. I was watching that joint. Um, the beat is crazy. That bass, oh, yeah. bum, 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 yeah. bum, 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 it, it, it's just that build up. It's it's just setting that that like a it's like a um, I don't even know if I would say that it's like a sexy song, right? Like this is Very. a joint you have with you, you know you you leaving the club with you with 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 your joint or whatever, and y'all y'all about to go do what y'all do. Like that's that record, bro. Right. Um, the raps on it were crazy, but I love the flow. The Time was six o'clock on us. Watch, mm-hmm. watch. No time to chill. Got a date. Can't be late. Hey, the girl's gonna do like mm-hmm. they was killing that joint, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what, what you think about that? Like, cause at that time that was a real like raunchy song, right? Yeah, and you know, so so do me right was a record that got a lot of radio play back then, right? Mm-hmm. And again, these are the types of records that are like the gateway to what you're going to start getting in the next couple of years with the, like, think about records uh, by Silk, like, Freak Me Baby, oh yeah, right? <laughs> right. And then you got yeah. Knocking the Boots and all these types of records, um, you know, that was more, you know, sexual than they had been in the 80s as far as radio records, because they used to play them records on the radio, Let Me Look right. You Up and Down and all that. They was right. getting heavy... You didn't really, you know what I'm saying, had them type of records that would get that type of radio play before. Right. So again, they really their 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 style and their success really took music, you know, to to a new place. And like I said, I don't think that they get the credit for it cuz mm-hmm. Doomy was on MTV all crazy. All crazy. It was on the radio all crazy, yep. you know. It was a big joint, you know, and it definitely influenced, you know, what was coming. And like you said, man, the way my man came through. It was, a, it was produced by a guy named Carl Borelli, you know, with the with the with the synth bass and the way they played the keyboards. And I was um reading um where you know he was talking about, you know, how he had came with um 
certain lyrics for the song that was totally different. Right. You know what I'm saying? Than, than what this was. And the guys came in and they had their own idea of what they wanted to do with the record. Mm-hmm. And they came with them lyrics and he's like, I trashed my lyrics and I went with them, you know, and, <laughs> and a right. record is still a smash to this day. And it is, it's, it's a BBD record. They made it like, yo, this is our record. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, man, it's, it's another classic, you know, and they got to definitely get their props for the things that they was doing on this album. Oh, for you know sure. But, um, yeah, man. So let's get into that word to the mother remix. Talk to me about that. Oh um, my. I love this record, man. Um, I love the unity on the record. Like, is this the first time that that uh, Bobby and Johnny are on it? On, I would say, together? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, and it was just like it was so dope. Everybody held their own. Like, it just seemed like they had fun making this record. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, right. Yeah, that this video was wild. They went back to uh, what's the project's called? Orchard Park or yeah. They went back to their project. They, you know, uh, uh, Biv is in the in the project hallway with the shorty kissing her all crazy. Yo, you know who that was? Was that the drum from um, Family Matters? No. Who? It was Free from 106 and Park. You're a liar. Yeah, serious. She from Boston. I forgot. Yo, you know what's crazy? I f- like she looked familiar, but I couldn't put it together because yeah. she's so young. Right. Wow. Right. Yep. Okay. That's crazy. Yep. So you, you you just gave Mike extra props for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You didn't tongue it yeah. down in the hallway. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, your Bob was still still touring at that time, right? Bob ain't even had an album out at that time, he right? Didn't. No, he didn't, man. That that dude toured. Probably for like three, four years off that Don't Be Cruel album, man. It was, I mean, it had to be so much money coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like, that thing was huge all over the world. Uh, that's That was, I don't know, uh, like, the success of that record. But, like, that remix, that video, that was that was major. Big like, time. That, that was major, bro. Like, yeah. Just walk around, they, walk around they, uh, uh, where they're from. Right. Um, they didn't change forty two times. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah, man, it's just dope. It's just dope. Right. So, so I'm gonna give you a little my story. Word to the mother, right? I remember being a kid and seeing this video, right? Mm-hmm. And this was before I really even knew who New Edition was, but something inside of me knew that this this video and this song was important, right? Right. And I had never forgot that I that I saw this video because later on I was like, "Yo, they did a video," and it was like everybody in the group. Like once I really became a you know any fan, and I was trying to figure out, I'm like, "Yo, I seen a video when I was a kid." Because you didn't see this, vi- like you seen it at that time, but then you didn't really see it no more. You didn't see it anymore, right? right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because so, we come from an era where you would see videos for like four years, right? I mean, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and um. You know, so even then I knew that this record was important, right? Right. Um, but one thing I'll say is this too, right? The reason why this record was able to be done was because BBD was successful. If yes. they weren't successful, there would be no word to the mother. <laughs> right. You right. dig what I'm saying? Right. They they were selling all them records, so it's like, oh, because they had already did the the um word to the mother original on the album where they was like giving love back the new edition, and like you was talking about on the album cover, Mike got the new edition. Uh, logo on yep. his joint you yep. know what i'm saying yep. but 
by them being successful, Bobby had already sold all them records. BBD is flying off the shelf. Okay, now we can come in and do this record as a unit because they was popping. If they wasn't popping, there would be no word to the mother. You That's know, I don't fact. think any, I can't say, but I don't think it would have been. Duh. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, the music industry is about money. Right. BBD's out of there. Bobby Brown's out of there. Right. Uh, Ralph was doing, you know, yep. his album was out at that time. Johnny yeah. was, man, come yep. on, why wouldn't they put that together? Right, exactly. I, video. You know, the video yeah. was crazy. But you know what yeah. I like? I like when, what was that? Was it Ronnie? When he, when, whatever his line, um, his verse was, he put everybody's song. Oh, into yeah, the, that was yeah, hot. yeah. I like yep, that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And it was like everybody was like at the height of their solo success. So this record is so important. And I remember when I went to the concert, right? Mm-hmm. This is the the first joint they come out with. So, you know, Johnny got like this, this big gospel intro. You know what I mean? So the lights is going crazy. You got Johnny's part. And then they come out with the... So it's rocking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, the, the record was produced by uh, these guys, Wolf and Epic, right? right? If you listen to the record, they knew that they had to come with something hard that sounded like a Bomb Squad record because of the success of the Poison album. Because this right. is on the remix album. Right. So if you listen to the beat, the beat is crazy. Yeah. The way they put all the samples together with the Graham Central Station, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got a lot of dope samples in this record you know what I'm saying? And they put the beat together so well that they came with it. And Words to the Mother is a smash to me. I love the way, you know, um, you know, Rick come off. But then when Ralph comes off, Ralph always got that special thing that 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 nobody else can have. Right. It's like right. if Ralph is singing, it's like, ah, you know what I mean? Like Rick got his own special thing. Right, Bobby got his, but but you know what I'm saying. Right, so it's like you're getting a piece of that new edition sound on this record, but with a very aggressive BBD style record. Right, so yo, Word to the Mother is is one of my favorites, man. Like, and I felt like the producers, the artists, everybody came with it. Bob was going off. Bob was you going know off. Ralph was going off. <laughs> they was killing it, yo. And they, the rhymes was dope. You they know were what I'm dope. Saying? Yeah, and it's hard. Real. And it's hard for me to, uh, you know, see Ralph rap like that. But it was, but it was hot though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's it undeniable was. that shit was hot. Yeah, it was hot. Yo, they came with it. So, yeah, I love word to the mother, man. For real. Some are good, some are bad. You know we got what no one All right, so check it. We're going to get into the song of the week, right? So this week's song of the week is by Jeff Red, and uh, the record is I Found Love and Remix, right? And I'm going to tell you why it's important that we talk about this record, because this record is 
a, a, a clear cut new Jack Swing record. And it goes to show you this record came out 89, right? And it mm-hmm. goes to show you where music was at right before BBD came through with their album with Poison with all of that. You know what I'm saying? So if right. you listen to this record, it's straight New Jack Swing all the way. It was produced by Eddie F. <clears throat> excuse me, Eddie F. and Neville Hodge. And it sounds like a Teddy Riley record, to be honest. But you're lying. Them, you're lying. That's not Teddy didn't do this. Teddy didn't do this. But but you could again, Teddy's his style influenced everybody had to do records like that because he was dominating. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you want to have a, a smash, you gotta you gotta do this type of record. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely a, a Teddy Riley sounded uh, record. This is this is mind blowing because I really thought Teddy did the joint, especially, especially, <laughs> right. especially you know, like in the beginning of the jam that dun, 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 right. That's in that right. record. So I thought that's I thought that was like the signature. All that yeah, Teddy did this joint. Yo, yeah. So that's crazy. Um, great you know, record. So, you know, you can hear on this record. Um, you could definitely hear KC, you know, from Jodeci on this record. And this is all the way back in 89 before they even came out. And right. his vocal, you know, um, is, is so incredible that you can't, you, you're always going to notice KC, you know what I'm saying, on, on some type of hook, background, whatever, because his vocals was the truth. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, this is definitely a party jam. It's definitely a record that I know was, you know, heavy in the clubs at that time. And it's actually a cover of, um, a song. It's, it's Fatback Band. Yeah, of the Fatback Band, I Found Loving, which was another, you know, like summertime, you know, hitting the, you know, early. I think that came out like 83. saying so um but uh the record is, is banging man you know i found loving if you ain't never heard it check it out it's definitely you know one of them old school party joints but again i think the importance is to know like yo this is what music sounded like before bbd and then you got to see how music sounded after they came out and just changed the whole game you know what i'm saying man it was but um before, what you think before, about it before bbd it was just like you know, suits, you know what I mean? Suits and, and pretty and much. Shirts. Yeah. And when yeah. they was done with it, it was boots and boots and sneaks. Right. You know right. What I'm saying like, okay, so I love the original. Um, so to hear like that, that new Jack swing version of it, it is super dope. It's just a feel good, um, happy record. Like, 
Yeah, I can imagine that joint on being on in the club. You know, everybody dressed up like just a good, right. good feeling, uh, good energy song. Like you said, like the summertime, like this, like top down, uh, right? Pulling up to the to the to the to the cookout type. Yeah, you got I mean. your LeBaron out all crazy, shined <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you come to the, come to the barbecue. You got your LeBaron all yo, all cleaned yo. up, rimmed out. Yo, rimmed you know what out. I'm saying? You got armor all all on your tires and all that. No, you said a LeBaron. Oh man, yo. That's crazy, but nah, man, it's a good record, man. I like that drum for real. Yep. yep. So, um, yeah, man. Now we gotta get into the 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 record that that took took the world by storm. We gotta talk about that poison. Talk to me about that joint. Uh, this like the number one party song of all time. <laughs> like, yo, for real. Yeah, for real. Right, yo. Yo, you gotta tell your story about my man who didn't do them. How he messed up poison at the at the wedding, yo. Um, so, so listen, right? Like this is, this is always an issue with the DJs, right? Like they'll throw the poison on. Soon as people hear that, pop, 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 right? It's already rushed to the Everybody, dance everybody throwing their drinks, uh, you know what I mean? Up in the air, yeah. they on the dance floor with That's it. That's automatic to this day, right? But the part that everybody really wants to go off on is that it's, it's driving me. Everybody wants to go off on that part, right? Right. If the DJ cuts the record off before that comes <laughs> off, he's a sucker. Yeah. And and it's and it happened. And you're like, yo, like that's like playing Frankie Beverly Amazed before I let go and only play like a minute of it. It's like, what are you doing? Like certain records, you like as a DJ, right? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna play every record in its fullest, right? You right. know what I'm saying? But it's certain records, it's like, nah, like you let that go. You right. know what I'm saying? Like the people, the people love certain records to where they want to hear the whole joint. Right. They're not gonna get tired. Right. So yeah, man, like that's 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 one of them, that's a no-no in the DJ world. Don't don't cut poison off. You know, uh, this is butter. You know, <laughs> you don't you don't do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. That's like because you can actually um I mean the DJ can cut the record in in um and it go a cappella with it. Cause right. the party gonna sing. Right, that. for real. You know what I mean? But for yeah, my real. man you said you was about to bum rush my man, yo, right? For real, yo. <laughs> for real. But nah, man, see. back to it though. Um 
I, I, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Like, this was the song, like, you know, back in the day when I was a young boy, you know, I used to be a dancer. Like, I was a kid at the, at the cookout where my mom be like, come here. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and do that dance. And it's like, they got me doing a damn poison dance and I didn't want to, you know what I'm right, saying? Because everybody's right. watching me. And I didn't know it uh, step for step, but I knew enough, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Um, but yeah, I love this record, man. It's um, it definitely dropped a a major gem, um, that I kept with me from five all the way up until you know I was an adult, um, and that is um, you cannot trust a a, a big butt and a smile. You just can't, right. you know what I'm saying? And um, that line is embedded in the culture forever. Straight up, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's the truth. Yeah, Poison, though, the, you said Freezer did this joint, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. The the beat is crazy. <laughs> out of this crazy. world. Yeah. It's so much going on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That it just gets, you know, it gets people excited. The the, the lyrics are or, or A1. Um, It's just a great, timeless record. It don't matter what age group, people are going to bang with this joint. Right. That's the truth. I remember, yo, this is another one where it's like you watch the video as a kid, seeing Mike sitting on top of the the the, the basketball hoop. Like I just thought that was like the <laughs> illest thing ever. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, remember yeah, mad yo, people started doing that after that? Duh, duh. Let me ask you something. You was you was really wondering like, yo, how you get up there, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? But it was just so ill to see that in the video. Like, yo. And he was just chilling with it. Like, right. yo, he rapping. Yo. But you know what else is wild about that? Yo, that that little, uh, he did an ill spin move, touch my man Bruh. top. Bruh. <laughs> you know he caught a triple-double that day. You know what I'm saying? Duh, he was doing some old Isaiah Thomas shit. Yeah, that video. I said, real. Yo. But man, nah. yeah, man, legendary video, legendary record. I'm gonna tell you, yo, the girls, the dances they had in the video, crazy, ill, it was ill. You know what I'm saying? And that was the thing that was dope about the videos back then too. Is like, yo, the dance moves was so dope. You know, and and what's crazy is I watched this little um segment. I think BT did it on the dancers that was in the video, right? And they were saying like. They had came up with that whole poison routine. And, you know, Brooke Payne, who's New Edition's choreographer, he was in the movie where uh, Wood Harris played him. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, we know him from the If It Is In Love video. Listen, the party's over. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? That dude, right? Yeah. So when they 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 um wanted the girls to work with him, so they was like, all right, we're going to put you with our uncle. So he's like, all right, they go through the poison routine. It was dope, right? He he was like, okay, do it again, right? Right after that, he said, now that they they all aired out at this point. The girls is like, we all tired. We gave it everything we had. And he's like, yeah, y'all got to work on y'all stamina. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, they said he made a cassette with nothing but poison on it, right? Right. Nonstop. So when the record like would end, what? it would come back on. You talking about... Hold on, hold on. You talking about a joint from like back in the day, like a whole tape, just a poison. whole tape with nothing. Damn. But he would make them do that routine over and over and over. But when you see the video, yo, they was killing it. High energy. Yo, they them dances they had was real. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, I love the way that they sampled the the uh, the G rap record Poison. Cool G rap and Polo back again. What? This is poison, so be alert and cautious. Don't so act courageous, you will get nauseous, infected, or contaminated. Which is, you know, uh, he's in the video joint, and he's in the video. Polo in the video too. You seen Polo? Where was he at? Polo got like a second. You got to catch him. You got to catch him. Is it him. right before you see? Uh, what's I think, yeah. Okay. No, it's 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 before they walk in. Okay. You okay. see Polo? Yeah, you got to catch it real, real short. You know what I'm saying? But um, Hank Shockley from the Bomb Squad was talking about this was one of the records that he got that he remixed. To make sound bigger, uh, to make the drums be louder, he said because the record was a little bit more R and B when he got it versus Man. what we hear now. So I, that would be great to hear what the record was. You know what I'm saying? Before the Bomb Squad touched it, but that's another reason why it's it's such a big record. You know what I'm saying? But uh, man, Poison is is legendary, and to have a record all the way from back in the day that you can play right now. Yeah. That everybody don't have that again. Like I said, you throw that Frankie Beverly um in Maze before I let go on, it don't matter. Right. The dance for everybody coming to the dance floor, everybody don't have that record. So you gotta have something extra special. You can't even just have something that was just special. You know what I mean? You gotta have that extra thing that that really uh connects with people to make them love a record from way back in the day like that. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, poison is legendary, man. So now we gotta we gotta get into these ballads, man. You know what I'm saying, and I definitely wanna, you know, that's 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 where my heart is at. You know what I'm saying, but I want to see, you know, how you feeling about these joints. So talk to me about that. When will I see you smile again, man? That one right there, boy. That's like a that's anybody who's had their heart broken, man. Yeah, that's, that's 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 it right there. That's a tearjerker right there. You For know, real. What I mean? um, I just love the uh. The, would that be the melody or or the harmonies on the on on the all hook? That. Yeah, yeah, all that man. Like, uh, it's that's a beautiful record, bro. You know what I mean? Um, once again, Ricky was on it. He was in his bag, bro. Like, he was killing that record, man. Um, but my question to you is, mm-hmm. do they have other background singers on that? Because it yeah. don't sound like them. Right, no. So, so the the person on the backgrounds is Alton Wilkie Stewart, who's one of the producers. So that's who you hear singing, basically the hook. The hook. You okay. Know what I'm saying, yeah, that's Alton Wilkie Stewart. Oh, yeah. I was about to say because I was like, I don't know, sound like them. But, right, um, right. Yeah, I love that. And I think that when will I see you smile again? Might have been the first record that they did for the album. I think. Mm-hmm. I think this was the first joint that they did. For the album, what was the was the one? Will I see you smile again? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, beautiful record, man. Because again, remember I told you how the label was trying to push them, you know, into kind of that extension of new edition type of thing, right? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but yeah, man, love that record, bro. Um, it's it's crazy because um, uh, these two we about to talk about they're so similar but so different at the same time, right? Yeah, man. And um, <clears throat> so, like I said, you got Alton Wilkie Stewart and Timmy Gatlin. They was like a, a you know, a production team at that time. 
Um, they actually produced another great classic record um, by Christopher Williams called Promises, Promises. You know, that was another really nice record they, they did around that time. Um, uh, Wokey Stewart also did some records with Keith Sweat. Um, he got a joint called I Want to Love You Down. That was another classic Keith Sweat record. You know what I mean? So they was really mm-hmm. good at doing, you know, these really strong ballads. You know what I'm saying? Once it gets started, it's not going to start. I'm going to love you down from your head to your toes. Um, I love When Will I See You Smile Again because this is as close to new edition as you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like all the other records is like, yo, that's a BBD record. And even this is a BBD record, right? But it's like, this is about as close as you're going to get to what new edition would have did. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Um, Timmy Gatling and Wokey Stewart also did a record on Ralph's album called Last Night. That was another nice ballad. Um, so yeah, man, when will I see you smiling in this classic? I love the video because it really, it really, you know, pulls on the heartstrings and they all got their scenarios of where things is going wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Mike, Mike Bivens, he might've had COVID back then, bro, because (laughs) that wasn't, that wasn't no normal sickness. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was messed up, bro. You know what I mean? He might've had the first case of COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man, he was going through it, but yeah, his, but his woman, his woman came and held him down, though. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, my man Ron DeVoe tried to, you know, he, yo, and I'm thinking like, yo, where is he at? That is that? It was like, <laughs> it was like, yo, he was on a drug set or something trying to use the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, where is this dude at right now? He he picked the phone up, the whole jaw snatch out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They was having problems, boy. But that video, that video, you know, it touched you. And, you know, these dudes, you know, you see they threw the suits on again. You know what I'm saying? And they had the smooth dance moves. Man, they was giving us new edition vibes on that joint. Nah, that's a fact. He straight up. Yo, he did pull the, the, the phone out the, uh, what's his name? Yeah, <laughs> Yo, Ron was sick. Yeah, <laughs> man. And then it started raining. You know what uh, I'm saying? Everything that could have went wrong went wrong, you know? For real. He was yeah. catching a bad break, boy. Yeah, that was a good video, though. But man, classic record. Love the remix. I mean, love When Will I See You Smile Again, man. Oh, 
So let's talk about the last record on the album. We got to talk about that. I do need you. And a lot of people may not know about this record because uh, BBD joints. It was like a lot of them joints was getting hitting the radio. Right. They got a lot of radio play. Right. Um, and I do need you is one of them album cuts that's like yo. If you had the album, you know. Yeah. So uh, talk to me about that joint. This could have been a, a radio single too. Easy, um, easy. You know what I mean, um, it's very similar to uh, yeah. When I see you smile again. Right. It's a different perspective where it's like um, on the other joint, it's more so like um, they messed up. But on this one, it's like, yo, the woman they dealing with, just she ain't right. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, they're just ignoring that and still want right. to be with her anyway. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a great record. Um, I, I, I love the... Um, I love the hook. Yeah, I like I like I like their flow on that. Um mm-hmm. I love the beat. Um it's I think it's a good ending to a a, a great album. That's all I would definitely. say. It's definitely a good outro. Where it's definitely. like they started off so uh uh hype and strong and big and it's kinda eased eased out. Like you right. know what I mean, and it and it also uh, I want to say about this album is that it's really about seducing a woman the whole album, right? Mm, you know what okay. I'm saying from top to bottom, it's about it's about seducing a woman. You know what I right. mean, and, and you don't see that anymore on records. Um, it's like you know most of the time it's about disrespecting women. But, oh, it's a hundred percent filth. Yeah, now, <laughs> you know what, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's. It's like they were able to, you know, uh, be all right with seducing women, but it was still cool, still masculine about right, the shit. Right, so, right. Um, yeah, I great, great outro to the uh, to the record. To the yeah. album, I mean, definitely. And this is another one of those uh, Timmy Gatlin out Wokey Stewart records. And again, on the hook, like you talked about on When Will I See You Smile Again. You know, that's that's out in Wilkie Stewart doing the hook on this one as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, it's a great ballad. I love the original. I love the remix. The remix was super smooth. They 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 cut a lot of the instruments out so you could really hear Rick's voice. Um, you know, uh Rick was going off on this joint, man. I I loved it. You know, uh my uncle used to always say that Rick was the best singer in New Edition. You know, what I mean? you couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could. You could. You could. He would. That was his dude. You right, know what I'm saying? Because, right. you know, everybody was like, Ralph is the man. He like, nah, Rick. Rick the one that <laughs> can sing. I'll sing all of them. You know right. what I'm saying? He does have range. Yeah. Rick is the truth, though. People, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. you can't. Rick's voice is incredible. It was just that. You, it's like if you in a, a group with Michael Jackson, you could be the man by yourself. But it's like Michael is Michael. You right. know what I'm saying? Ralph had a very special voice you right. know what i mean so you got to give it up to ralph but yeah nah rick is the truth i love the, the the sax on the record um yeah man this is this is uh again like you said man this could have been a single or radio joint on its own but you know they had so much success with the other joints that they were like we're gonna leave that for the album right you know what i mean right but um if you haven't heard i do need you definitely check that record out because it's a gem straight up
Yeah, bro, you know what time it is. We gotta. Nah, we ain't doing that. Man. Like nah, you keep, you got, keep putting this gun to me, bro. Listen, like, and I'm gonna tell you, right? I really struggled with this. I, I thought it was gonna be easier, and then I was like, oh, I, I really needed four at least. We need but top five on this joint. I know, I know. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do. Um, I think I went first last time. So so let me let me let me let me hear that top three, bro. All right, man. Um, <clears throat> this is tough. This is no. tough. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna have to go with um number three. <sighs> See, the thing is, I'll be writing these drones down, but I'll be second guessing myself, right? Right. Um, I'm gonna go with number three. It has to be. Um, I have to go with dope. Mm, the original, the album version. I'm gonna go with the album version because that's okay. the one I'm more, you know, I mean, right. familiar with. Right. Um, number two is gonna have to be "Let Me Know Something." Mm, I figured, I figured that was gonna be that on your top because I remember you was banging that heavy. Yeah, you know what I'm bro. saying. And, yeah. Um, number one has to be "Poison." Right. I feel that. I feel that. Like yeah. I said, man. Disclaimer, like. Man, we we may have to do a top five on this one. I know it's, it's hard. It's hard to leave anything out on on an album that's this classic. It is, but, yo. you know. Um, I'm just going based off of what I used to bang the most and what I was feeling recently. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, but Poison has to be number one in my eyes. Yeah, Poison is incredible. Yeah, incredible. All right, you bro. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to it. All right. So my number three, I gotta go with that. I thought it was me. That was my yo, like that's a hot record. They got the the illest bomb squad beat. That you know, Rick Rick got the ill vocals. You got um, you know the ill rhymes in that joint. Right. I thought it was me. Is 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 a classic. You know what I'm saying? Um, number two, I gotta go with that word to the mother remix. Um, you know, just seeing all them dudes at the height of their success yeah. and when you look back at it now that video is still powerful because you can you 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 can see like the greatness in that video how many groups in the history of music was able to have so many guys every one of them dudes can go off and tour or by themselves johnny could go tour by himself ralph can tour bobby could tour bbd could tour and they're all in this one super group yeah. you know what i'm saying right so word to the mother is just like I love that. I love the record. I love the video. Straight classic. You know, they did something special, you know, for the fans on that one. Number one, it's it's definitely probably gonna be a shocker to you. Cause poison didn't make my top three. Mm-hmm. I gotta go with that. When will I see you smile? I knew, it, I man. knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I'm not mad at it though. I'm not mad at it though. But I, I knew you was going to go with For that. For real. Yeah. You, know, you know, I'm an NE dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. So, yeah, man. Rick did his thing on that joint. You know what I'm saying? And you know the remix be like, hey, ladies. <laughs> Can I talk to you for a moment? Yo, he was going off on that joint, yo. For real. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, I gotta go with that. That's my top right. three right there. Yeah. No, uh, nah, I, I'm not mad at it. You know, what I mean, you could have went any either way with it. You know, what I'm saying. No, I know, because it's like you know, you got all these great party records. You know, and then you got these great ballads. It's it's tough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But just that whole era of what they brought to music. Um, you know, they definitely deserve to be celebrated, man, because they changed the game. You know what I mean? Right. You know, Teddy changed the game before them, and that sound that they came with, it was it it it, it kicked the 90s. They kicked the door in. Oh, you know for what sure. I'm saying? Yep. For real. Because it was so many people trying to be like, and then people was doing extra stuff that was really goofy for real, for real. Because it was like, okay, well, if BBD did the two sneaks, I gotta put some clown shoes on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, like everybody was like, like reaching at at, at, at a certain point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it started to get a little goofy, but you know, and it was unauthentic. Know. Right, exactly. And that's why I didn't last. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That is true. You're right about that. But um, yeah, man. Um, let's go on ahead and get into that love note before we get out of here. Before before you do that, I just want to yeah. uh, another comment I wanted to make mm-hmm. is that um what also makes uh like the any family like such an important group and such a powerful group is that we were able to watch them grow up and they were able to become men and still had the same impact they did when yeah. they came to the door. That's hard. It's very hard. That's hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's only a few yep. a few have who have done that in right. history, music history. So, you know, salute to those guys, man. Absolutely. That's the truth, yo. Cause it's hard to be a, you know, like a child group sensation and then be, you know, adult superstars. That's definitely not easy. Cause sometimes people will keep you in that place and they won't want to see you grow up. Right. You know? Right. So yeah, you 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 right about that. But um let's go on ahead and get into that love note. Um, you know, we want to say uh, you know, just always be humble and gentle, you know, be patient and show each other love. Um, you know, I believe humility is the foundation of a great character. Showing patience is being able to tolerate someone else's shortcomings without getting angry. And an example of this is like when you at McDonald's. You know, and, and, and the drive through is all out the parking lot, and then somebody forgets your Big Mac. You ain't got to go in there and snap on the cashier. You know what I mean? You just walk in and let them know, hey, you know, I ordered a Big Mac, you know, and it's not in my bag. You know, they'll give you your Big Mac. You ain't got to go off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. So, yeah, this week, just remember to be, you know, humble, gentle, patient, you know, um, and you're going to be all right, you know. And on that note, man, we out of here. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you coming on the show again, brother. You know, uh, uh, bringing all of this uh, great knowledge and experience. You know, because this this was a heavy hitter. Yeah. You know man. what I'm saying? This this one this one. You know, you you, you I, the CD might be be all scratched up just from the plays. You know what I'm saying? Do you shit, still man. have this the the the, the original pressing? Actually, the, the thing is, man, I got two sneaker boxes with CDs. Man, it's probably still there. You know, so, I haven't looked for it in a while. Okay, would you say that this one is 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 in a is in a case or is it it's just in a like, case? It's okay, in a case. so you got a little bit of respect for this, is what you? Yeah, said. I did. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but that joint is um, it's probably as thin as paper. Now I I, I play that joint down to the bone. 
You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You might need to bring this joint back out though, bro. Listen, you know what I'm man, saying? You know, yeah. I, I probably should. Um Yeah, you know what? I I may I may bring that back for the summertime. I think I so. I may do that. I think so. You know, because yeah. those were those were some good times. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. You, you know? know what I mean? Yeah, for real. But uh yeah, man, like I said, appreciate you coming on. No doubt, Look brother. Look forward to the next episode. Absolutely. And we out of here. Peace.